Welcome to the Amy Rushworth Show. I'm your host, Amy. I'm so glad you're here. I'm an empowerment and sexual wellness coach, breathwork teacher, podcaster, course creator, badass bitch, and a globally recognized thought leader on empowerment. And I'm here to help you if you're ready to fuck off the rules and create a life of unashamed, unapologetic pleasure and deep, deep confidence. I have a burning passion for the taboo and naughty areas of womanhood that we're not supposed to talk about, such as sexual wellness, bold self-expression, defying social expectations, and so much more. The topics that we're typically taught to shut up about or be ashamed of are the conversations I live for, and those are the kind of juicy, soulful chats that are going down on this show. My intention is for you to step into your most outrageously free, unapologetically expressed version of you. So if that sounds like a vibe, let's fucking go. Are you ready? Hi, babe. How are you going? I'm good. How are you? Good. We've just been having the giggles before we hit record. (laughs) (laughs) Which we still have. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) Breathe. (laughs) Keep it professional. Okay. Uh, Everyone, this is Kirsty. Kirsty, do you just want to quickly introduce yourself, babe? Yeah, of course. So I'm Kirsty Rayner. I have the pleasure of being a friend of Amy Rushworth. What an actual dream that she is. Um, I am a Vedic meditation teacher, um, mindset coach, but like super passionate on helping people navigate things like in that really messy middle part, you know, where like all the magic happens. Um, And yeah, that's really about me. I just brought out a podcast and I'm so delighted that Amy has just been on that hence why we've had the giggles (laughs) in the beginning (laughs) but I um I'm just honored to work with the most I would say the most amazing people in the world and and have a really varied way of working so um my one-to-one offering is like super small I never really advertise it because it's kind of just happens organically and and it's really beautiful and kind of similar to you Amy I work with people that it feels right both ways right so like the energy's right and we work on like these amazing transformations and paths but like not necessarily these huge transformations that people are often looking for it can be the small moments the small elements of your life um that need changing that need growth and I'm super passionate about helping people hone in on that and then kind of the other string to my work is that I work with loads of tech companies that are really like male heavy. So most of my one-to-one work is with women. And then in those, it's often lots of men who perhaps um, have a slightly more insular way of working, a high cognitive workload. And we sort of work through well-being and transformational coaching courses to kind of bring that out of them and be able to express them themselves both internally like in a workplace but also personally and, and what difference that can make for them and truly like seeing the growth and the change from these men is amazing and super super powerful so that's me <laughs> amazing yes we need more good peeps doing the men's work for sure mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot like out there of course for for both but I feel like there's a lot more openness around this sort of stuff with women more so mm-hmm. than there is men so it's amazing that you're doing that love 
Um, Thank you. you This year you set three words, gentle and hope. And Mm. I would love to hear about like what that really means to you, what that's looked like. Cause I know you said to me that it's really like changed everything for you. Mm. Yeah. I mean, this kind of goes back to when I worked in the corporate world. So I worked in advertising for close to 10 years. Um, In my twenties, you know, moved to London, like fast paced life, loving life, out all night, (laughs) work all day. We like had the same thing, right? (laughs) You know, all the alcohol. um, And then, but, but also like I had a great time, you know, I had a healthy relationship with that, with all of that stuff, but, but it wasn't what my passion was. Right. And so I wanted to kind of explore and I, I was obsessed with yoga. Like I actually started out as a yoga teacher. Um, I trained years and years ago now in Hawaii. I went um, in January and I was like, bye London, see you later. And I, now I'm always like, I need a January holiday every year. Like that set my year up amazingly. Um, you know, I gave up caffeine, social media, alcohol. I like just went all in transformation, like what the most amazing month and came back. And I was like, okay, like I'm ready, you know, like I'm going to start working for myself and, and all the people are going to come and they're going to appear. And obviously it's not like that, right? At first, but I was still in bad habits of like my old work. So for me, if I wasn't sat at my desk at 9am or earlier, and working till 6pm or later, then I was a failure. Mm. Right. I was like, well, you're not working hard enough. You don't deserve to be successful. You don't deserve to work with these companies or do these things because you're not sat at your desk all day. You know, you're out exploring or you're doing these different things, or maybe you're practicing yoga till 11 a.m. Who do you think you are? And and that took me, I will say, years to change that. So 2020 was obviously the strangest year ever. And I we all had to slow down, right? But what it meant again was those bad habits were creeping back in, where again, I'm just sat at my desk all day. Do I need to be sat at my desk all day? The way that my work is, what do I need to be doing? And you'll know our work is is all about energy as well. And I need to be able to give 100% to somebody. If a client is paying me to sit with them and have a coaching session, I need to be able to give 100% hit every single word they say, process every single element of what they're saying and what they're not saying. And by sitting there every day, I was getting myself into this cycle. And it did come, you know, we were obviously all bored as well. So I was like, well, I may as well just sit on my computer. You know, I might as well just do something else. And actually, you know, there was some nights I was on, I just on my laptop to like 11 p.m. And my partner's like, what are you doing exactly like do you need to be are you this busy and I was like not really I'm not really sure what I'm doing (laughs) so (laughs) 2020 was difficult we uh, you know there were some personal things as well happening towards the end of the year and so 2021 I was like I'm not I'm not getting in this habit again this needs to change and so I took a step back from social media for a while which I keep doing sporadically and it's really not planned and it's honestly amazing I just do it when it feels like I need it for me. Like I just had a a three weeks off social media, I think, and it was amazing. Um, But I kind of just wanted to slow down and everything to feel gentle and not forced anymore. You know, I've been self-employed now for seven years. My business does great, but you know, is there more that I could do probably, but am I super happy with where it is? 
absolutely and again you know it's coming back to one of my core values is freedom right so the freedom to do whatever I want like my mum's just stayed with me for three nights in the week and back in the day that wouldn't have been possible but now that's possible because I've slowed down and we talk about this right it doesn't mean we're lazy (laughs) believe me I'm not lazy but the way I work is super intuitive and super productive um you know if it's my cycle I slow down completely you know I don't do anything physical I don't have really any um client calls that week and it's all much more a creative time but when it's a different part I'm feeling much more energized I go all out and those three words are constantly in the back of my mind because we have to have hope right there's certain things in everyone's life we need to hold on to hope whatever that might be and slowing down and being gentle and being kind to yourself is the greatest gift because in those slower moments is where you find how you're really feeling and what you really need Mm. that was a super long answer but (laughs) I know but baby your voice is so soothing it's like no wonder you're a meditation teacher I'm like yes like water Um, it's really interesting as well because we're both projectors in human design and this like everything that you said is such a um, deconditioning process for a projector Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. projectors and anyone who's listening if you are a projector if you have like someone in your life who's a projector society sort of teaches you like all the things that you shared around your limiting beliefs of like having to work hard and prove that you worked hard in order for you to almost like prove your success or prove that you're worthy Mm. of your results, et cetera. And that's not how projectors work. We actually work like very simply laser focused, but less than other Mm. people. Like that's the ideal way. And that's why like projectors are often really great coaches because our minds are like, how do we bring ease to this? How do we simplify Mm. this? How do we systemize things so that we can, you know, have time to rest and have, Mm. you know, not have those huge spikes and lows of energy um, as Mm. projectors. And so I know for me, like I, I was really resonating when you were saying like, like you're not lazy but that's like a limiting belief that a lot of projectors have in the back of their mind where they're like I'm lazy you know I'm lazy because I can get things done really quickly and then rest and I'm not like sitting at my desk all the time you know Um, and I resonate so much with that Mm, yeah it's super interesting isn't it because that's something that comes up for me still um and especially when I'm working with someone it's not guilt I feel but they can be saying you know I don't have any time and I work all day in my full-time job and then I'm a mom and I do this and I'm like I literally was at my laptop for an hour today (laughs) but I'm like oh my gosh like I feel but but I've curated a life in a way that works and it's been a long process and and only I would say in the last year maximum have I really optimized that and really worked actually in a way that is super efficient so for example between like three and five I mean I may as well just be asleep like I am useless (laughs) I'm not even joking I may as well just be asleep so I will never have a client call then it will be maybe it'll be like what we're doing like recording together or something creative or where I can just be in my flow but I, I had to learn that again, because, you know, when you're in the workspace, you don't have that luxury. And yeah. so I know for some people listening, they can be like, well, easy for you because, you know, you work for yourself and you can do this. What can 
I do. But, you know, in those moments, we could, there's all certain things that we can do, you know, watching what, what you eat, if it's spiking you, you know, I used to have the four o'clock chocolate bar every day at work to get through. I was like, I can't cope. (laughs) I need something. Or like, you know, when you're feeling more exhausted, not putting pressure on yourself for those social events in the evenings, like listening to your body and finding that way to slow down um, and being intuitive and like listening to the signs. I used to ignore them I used to be very much like it's like a northern mentality like northern grit right like I'm fine I can power through I'm good and to the point that I'm like no I'm not I'm just like on the floor exhausted like burnout has been such a big thing for me in the past and so being intuitive and and listening to your body and learning learning that every month feels different and every month is an opportunity to grow and to see what went well that month what can I change you know I put in way too many meetings in that time and and trying to be um trying to evolve I would say each month yeah yeah do you know your digestion profile and human design do you know that oh I think it's I think probably but not off by heart no yeah so it's like really interesting because it's not just to do with food it's to do the with like Mm. the way you digest life and information and for me mine's direct sunlight so when I found that out it was like you shouldn't do calls with clients in the evenings etc and I was like yeah you know what that actually makes sense because I used to do things like put the workshops or put the sessions like later in the eve so that people could do them Mm. after work and then I realized, well, actually I'm not on my game then. So I'm just like only sessions in the day and like, you know, everyone can figure yeah. it out and they do, but that was really like cool to find out. Yeah. I need to look into that. I've had my, um, I've had my human sign read by Livy. Shout yeah. out Livy. <laughs> Hi Livy. And, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's fascinating. I love that we're both projectors. We're both Taurus moon. <laughs> Every time you're like relaxing, I'm like, yep, I'm with her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's super interesting though, isn't it? I love it. Yeah, totally, totally. And um, I, I know that like lots of people message me when they find out I'm a projector and that they're, they're like had no idea that I'm a projector and they're like it's so inspiring to look at all the things that you do while still being able to like have a lot of ease a lot of rest mm-hmm. a lot of flow and I um, resonate with what you were saying about how like you've built your business and you've optimized it and systemized it to allow you to do that because mm-hmm. it's not like uh, I just work for an hour a day and that's how my business runs it's like you have support right and like things mm. that are set up to support you so that you can do that yeah yeah and I work in this way um this is from my coach actually it's called in a way of called like elegant quarters right so every quarter there's like a peak and then there's a dip and it feels beautiful so when I kind of plan out what I want to do in a quarter I'll think about when do I want the peak? When have I got the time? You know, when am I wanting to see my family or my friends? You know, I'll free up that time for that, but I'll have this peak in this moment. Maybe I'm delivering a six week course in a company. Um, and, and, you know, with that course comes support in between, you know, where we speak to voice notes with everybody and I'm holding space for 20 employees during those six weeks. Like it's, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that again, people don't see and, and you don't always need to talk about everything like that. 
that. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, after that's finished, I will absolutely make sure that the next two weeks there is not another course and that I am slowing down. I'm rebooting. I'm going back to yoga. I'm going on nice long walks with my crazy dog, um, doing all of the things that I need to do to then start up again. Maybe it's a new one-to-one client. So thinking about these ebbs and flows and how you can try to plan your quarter or your year is super powerful rather than beating yourself up and thinking I didn't really do anything this week or have I done enough this week am I pushing my business forward well yes I am but that was the last month this month is now your time to reboot so that's how I try to think yeah yeah I'm the same I'm like you know, people get really fixated. I'm like, I need this much money a month or I need to always hit my goals in the exact time frame that I said. Mm-hmm. And it's like a very masculine like yes. blueprint. And it's like, yeah, if you're a woman, you've got a menstrual cycle and also depending on your human design and all these other things and whatever's happening with the moon, like you're not always large and in charge. You know, you're going to have mm-hmm. ebbs and flows. And I just like, I quite enjoy ebbs and flows. I'm like, oh, here we go. We're going like up the mountain and, you know, now a gym. And I just have learned to enjoy that. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think as well, like if you're fixated on money and we all need money, right? And we all deserve to be paid for the services that we offer and the energy that we give. But if you're fixated on that one number, you're never going to find like a success or the end goal because there's always going to be something else. So for me, you know, my success lies in, yes, I have financial freedom and I'm very grateful for that, but also I have time to actually enjoy it with my loved ones, with my friends, with my family, right? That's what I wanted. I, I'm constantly training or doing extra things. I'm doing a diploma at the minute in like neuroplasticity. I just love it so much. And like, I want to learn everything about it. But but that's something that is just for me and my development, you know, and I have the time and the flexibility to do that. So for me, like if I was purely fixated on the number, well, then I guilt myself into thinking, well, you don't actually have the time to do that. You should be doing this now, which isn't in line with what I want and my, and my core values and what success is to me. So super powerful. Yeah. I mean, why would you want like a fat bank account if you're literally burnt out and like yep. you got no libido and you don't see anyone? It's like, <laughs> right. what, like what's the fucking <laughs> point? You know what I mean? It's like crazy. Um, but thanks for sharing all that, babe, because mm. I know all the projectors hearing the projectors riff will will be mm. empowering for a lot of people. Um, so I know you work obviously a lot with like meditation and mindfulness Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. why uh, did you choose like Vedic meditation specifically like Mm -hmm. what what do you find so powerful about that yeah I just oh my god that's such a good question I love all meditation right to start with so meditation is how I got onto my path I I don't think meditation's optional I think it should be compulsory for you know there's the spiritual side right where it makes you feel calm and it puts you in the moment and it allows you to process things but there's the scientific side where it changes pathways within the brain it shrinks the amygdala it increases gray matter you know there's this amazing study by Dr. Um, Laza, I think that's her name, yeah, at Harvard, who, you know, took on this huge, huge study of, um, oh my God, hundreds and hundreds of different, like people from all different walks of life who've never meditated to before, you know, and put them against the meditators, I say in air quotes, because what are they, who are they? And they literally, they changed their brains within six weeks. So for me, like 
it is an optional like if you want to find a way to be able to process and deal with mindset blocks and build coping mechanisms and ways to live your life for me meditation is an amazing modality that is free as well you know it's within all of us isn't it it's that feeling so the feeling I was addicted to now Vedic the way I like it is because it's really stripped back it's one of the oldest styles of meditation straight from the Veda and there's no there's like no faff around it for want of a better word like it's just straight up what it is and I trained in it years and years ago now coming up to almost eight years because I love the simplicity of it I love the fact that you're led and you're guided it's supposed to be really I mean I say supposed to be it can be whatever but 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening and that can seem like a lot right people can think god I don't have any time for that but I bet you have time to scroll on Instagram for 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening, right? <laughs> so even starting out by saying, let me just take two minutes in the morning and two minutes in the evening to set up my practice. And for me, you know, you don't have to sit in a certain way with Vedic meditation. You can be wherever because the body shouldn't be your obstacle within meditation. So for example, for some people who have hip impairments or knee impairments, you know, to sit in a lotus pose, like it's just, you're all you're going to think about is how much your hip and your knee hurt. Mm, <laughs> That's all yeah, you'll think not about. A vibe. Not a vibe. So it takes away everything like that. It's totally stripped back and it's really vulnerable and it's really raw. So, you know, an amazing teacher who I love is Light Watkins. I've had the pleasure of meeting him. So yeah, he's amazing, right? <laughs> so many times and he's a nomad and he's just like, he's, really he's just super cool. Also. He's like really nice to look at. <laughs> Yeah, he's really tall. Really? Yeah, so I met yeah, I met him at Soho House actually and I was like, hi, <laughs> just staring up at him. He's like, tall, he's cute, tall. he meditates, you're like Yeah, girls, shit. look him up. <laughs> he's like, wise as fuck. Like, oh my yeah. goodness. But he's just like this big Californian who's like, why is everyone making everything so difficult? Like, let's just simplify it. Like meditation's mm. there within you. Let's just get that out. See how you feel. Let's meditate tomorrow and let's go from there. And so I love that principle. I think that it, the world of well-being sometimes just is complicated, isn't it? It all looks so complicated and there's so many things. And actually meditation's a feeling you create with your mind, your body and your breath for free. So let's embrace that. Yeah. Such a projector way of looking at it, babe. I'm the same. It's like, <laughs> yeah. even, even with courses, it's like, if you're going to, if you're going to create something, I always think in my brain, I'm like, how am I actually going to get people to follow through and like do all of it? So in a way it's like, I'm going to do a 15 minute thing, or even sometimes I do like five minute guided mm. meditations because I'm like, if it's two hours, literally maybe 10% of the people who take this course will do it like mm -hmm. regularly, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Whereas if it's short, it's sweet. And you do that a thousand times, or even like mm -hmm. you do it 10 times, that's going to make such a difference. So I'm like all about that simplicity as well, for sure. I love that. And I often think sometimes as well, if someone leads a two hour meditation, who's that really for? Right? Because for people who are new to meditation, all that does is intimidate them. You know, I was very similar with this when I started yoga I was very passionate about not sharing like 
all these crazy yoga poses on Instagram because all that does is intimidate people and think, well, I, I don't look like that or I can't get like that. I tried to talk about and educate around anatomy and that maybe your body will never be able to do that because you have, you know, bone to bone compression. Like don't try to break your bones <laughs> to yeah. get into this pose, you know, and it's a, it's a similar thing. So looking for, you know, meditation teachers or ways to show up and to give to your audience that is a way that they will get the benefit from it because they'll actually do it that's so rare though Amy and like to us that might feel normal but it's not I I don't see you know it's the integrity and the authenticity side isn't it coming through that I actually want you to do this and develop so let me help you yeah I mean I'm weird AF and I love doing practices I'm not even going to sit and do a two-hour meditation like I'm just going to be real about that I might do it once I might go on a retreat and do that and be like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go deep. I just don't think that it's like a sustainable thing for the vast majority of people. Mm. And it's like, wouldn't you rather, like, I think you can put, you probably can back me up with some science on this, babe. Like, isn't yeah. it going to make much more of a difference if someone meditates for two minutes every day than it is they meditate for mm. two hours once a year or once a month, you know? Mm. It's like the little, oh my goodness. The little things are going to make the influence over time. Absolutely. It's so, that's so like, honestly, please, if you take one thing away, take away what Amy just said, little and often it makes such a difference. Like when you look at building habits, um, I don't know if you've read Atomic Habits before. It's like such a cool book, but it takes 66 days to build a habit. So imagine if you meditate for two minutes on all of those days, you will then, meditation will be part of your daily practice and it won't be negotiable anymore. It will be just part of it every day. Yeah, it is 66 days. Everyone always says, says it takes 21 days online. I bet that pisses no, you when you say that, babe. <laughs> I'm just like, look, whatever, you're wrong. Cool. <laughs> 66 days and it's work you know in the beginning it's work to show up but be authentic and push yourself Uh, and the I mean I don't go a day without meditating if I haven't meditated my partner will be like do you think you need to go meditate today because you're like on edge I'm like yep I do yeah I'll be back I'll see you in a little bit (laughs) and I'm like a different person yeah (laughs) yeah and what about mindfulness techniques like what are your Mm. favorite mindfulness techniques Yeah. So I'm big on journaling. Right. And I never used to be actually, I would just, again, it was that whole thing, that hustle thing that I need to get on my laptop. I need to be doing this. Whereas now I don't book anything in before 10 AM ever. Like I just, my morning is for me, but Mm. when I journal, it's like, it's whatever's in my mind. So some people maybe call it like morning pages or whatever they want to call it, but I don't have a structure. I just write down things that are coming up for me or things maybe I want to reflect on. And then one thing I want to do today. So like, I'll say to clients, you know, what is one thing that you can push yourself by 1% today, like super small, but within a year, like how much is that? Like how much growth is that? It's amazing. Um, so that for me is amazing. Um, being really intuitive as well with the body. So every day I'll say, what does my mind, my body and my soul need today? So meditation is always for my soul, like always every day. There's For me, there's nothing better apart from like nice 
like chocolate like I'm a big chocoholic <laughs> nice cold glass of rosé that's for the soul right it's like <laughs> just meditate with a glass of rosé and a chocolate yeah. in your other hand yeah. babe yeah that sounds like the dream doesn't it like honestly yeah. I need to do that um but then for my body like we've spoken about this before right how I used to be all about hit like I used to go at like was obsessed like put myself through this every day and as I've gotten older I really respect my body like a lot more than I used to so now I'll be like actually today like I need a yoga practice or maybe I'll get on my Peloton bike or maybe I'll go for a long walk it's like whatever feels good for me that day and there's no pressure and there's no judgment and then for my mind I'm very big in self-development I adore it I think every single day you get the opportunity to learn something it's a privilege right we're so privileged in that way so I always want to read something that's either Forbes um, or listen to a TED talk or something like that I do for my mind every day because I want to just like pick up these little nuggets of information that I can share with people and I love it like I love and I'll kind of sit at dinner and be like so uh, did you know about this (laughs) and he's like you have learned that today like chill out (laughs) but just little things like that for me like being able to kind of sit have the time to read to take in information to slow down is 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 what mindfulness is to me really Mm, amazing again so it's like just an ongoing life practice people always ask me stuff like that like what's Mm. your one routine or what's your one like sacred ritual and I'm like there's like a thousand different things that I'm doing all the time, but it's like never, it's not, a, it's never really that complicated, to be honest. Usually my mm-hmm. favorite things to do is like to go like sit under a tree and like have my journal and pull an Oracle card, you know, or to just read a book and go for a walk, like while I'm yeah. listening, you know, those are mm-hmm. the kind of like very simple, but very like fantastic things that I think Mm. make a massive difference yeah well you're a dog mom now right so walks with your dog I they're amazing they're like for the soul aren't they oh I just dogs are incredible so I get it (laughs) yeah I mean it's like mindfulness in a way because it's like the dog is crazy Benji is crazy and if I take my eyes off him he will probably be in a field somewhere with some goats so yeah I am completely present in that moment more than any other moment in the day is like Mm. present with the dog. So he's good for me. I'm sure of it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So I know you help a lot of people obviously with their development and their growth. Uh, Mm. What's been the coolest like you asked me this on your podcast so now I'm gonna ask you what's been like the (laughs) coolest quantum leap for you or like the biggest I guess like milestone in your own journey yeah I guess god it that's a really good question isn't it and now I'm like totally on the spot um but for me even though I just asked you that (laughs) for me I guess my biggest one actually is I had hip surgery right so I ran a half marathon. Don't ask me why. I'm not a runner. I would never ever do that again. That's um, not a Taurus you... moon thing to do. No, not no. at all. And I had like six weeks to train and wondered, basically, I just ruined my hip. So that was good. But it affected obviously my yoga teaching. So I had hip surgery and I was so naive and egotistical thinking, yeah, I'll be out for four weeks and then I'll be back, guys. So don't worry about it. And <laughs> 
since that day, which is like, my goodness, coming up to 18 months, maybe longer, I've not taught yoga since. So I miss it dearly. I miss, but it, but it wasn't necessarily the teaching, it's the feeling, right? My classes were all about the energy. Like I would play like classical music and then hip hop and then dance. And then art. like, it was, a, it was a journey, such a good vibe, but it was the feeling, right? So I thought to myself, what, where do I see myself in 10 years from now? What do I want to be doing? And how do I want to create more freedom? Because, you know, yoga is great, but you're very much tied in like every week, same time, same places. There isn't the freedom. There isn't what I wanted to create. And so by shifting into a field of coaching, actually, I got to do that same thing. I got to create that feeling for somebody still, but in a different way. So I guess really like taking the leap that my whole world that I knew that I left media for was taken away from me. You know, I couldn't carry on teaching. I couldn't carry on doing those things, but I channeled it into something different. And I'm so grateful every day for it now, even though I still have like hip pain, like every day mildly, you know, it's nothing like it was. I'm grateful for that. And when I feel that pain, I actually say thank you because if I hadn't have had that, I wouldn't have had the time to slow down and realize, what I really wanted to do and like what I'm doing now I'm so grateful there's not a day that goes by where I don't think that I have the best job in the world like I get to help people create an amazing life like how cool is that yeah (laughs) that's probably it (laughs) yeah you took the shit and you turned it into some gold yeah you know yeah which I'm a, I'm a big advocate of that, you know, like that's kind of like how I see life. I'm like, Ooh, here's some shit. How are we going to (laughs) turn that into some gold? You know, how are we going to like shine that up? Um, I love it. Which kind of, I guess, is something that maybe people need at the moment. You know what I mean? Cause Mm. the world is a shit show right now. Mm -hmm. Yep. It is. It is wild. So like what tools would you like recommend for people who are feeling really overwhelmed or like their nervous system is feeling really dysregulated? I'm sure you have clients who are like going through this as well Mm -hmm. with like all of the Mm -hmm. uncertainty, like what are the go-to things that people can do if they're feeling, you know, Mm -hmm. like that at the moment? I mean, I'm always going to say meditation and I know it's like cliche, but it, it, to me, it's not like, to me, it's life-changing. Like it, it can help you process things in the moment, but also very much in the future. Like things come up for me in meditations, especially when I sort of venture into transcendental meditation of things that have come up from years and years ago, um, growth and things that you can learn about yourself. So finding a daily meditation practice, first of all, and, and maybe trying to do that, you know, if you're working nine to five, when is a good time that feels natural for you and you're not forcing that into your practice, into your day, because you're going to be like, do you know what? There's no time for that. So maybe it's the evening, maybe it's the morning, but kind of slowing down and giving yourself that daily practice. Um, And then again, I guess I would probably say like asking yourself what you really need that day. So there is so much going on in the world. Um, there's a lot of conflict and a lot of different opinions and shaming and cancel. We talked about this on my podcast (laughs) about cancel culture and actually everyone's entitled to their opinion and you don't have to agree with somebody, but to be 
have hate come towards you or you give out hate in these times is very difficult. So I would always come back to what does your soul really need? Like, what is the thing that you need to do? Turn off the news at the minute. Like, don't even go there. It's just, it, it just raises your core to soul. It doesn't lend anything well, especially if you're trying to get into a more mindful practice and truly ask yourself, what does my soul need today? What does my mind need? What does my body need? And just go from there and, and give mm. yourself like, those tiny moments of time like we always say don't we it's kind of in the things in between doing the things where the magic happens Mm. so like that 10 minutes that you can grab just for yourself before you head out to a meeting or before you pick your kids up or when the kids go to bed like what can you create then how can you slow down what can you give yourself yeah totally I've been saying this to lots of my friends as well who are Mm. all very like conscious people who are like super Mm. concerned about like the state of the world and things that governments are doing and blah blah Mm. and they're like they want to save everyone but they're also getting like super overwhelmed because they know so much and they're in so many telegram chats and you know they're down those rabbit holes and I say them I'm like it's good to be aware but at the same time like you're not going to raise anyone else's vibration if your like nervous system is jacked up and you're afraid and you're going down every single conspiracy tunnel and you're just Mm. overwhelmed so it's like first Mm. of all like go meditate go have an orgasm go do some breath work like put your feet in the sand or the earth and then like you know give give your peace from that space because yeah no one no one is going to communicate or like get along or create change if we're all overwhelmed, because we're just going to start projecting, you know, from that Mm. space. 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. I think as well, yeah, you can go deep into conspiracy. You can go fully the other way. And actually we need to just be showing like, so much love and kindness in the world right now to each other we all need to come together like this has been really really difficult this is difficult I mean Australia now I, like it, my friends who are in Australia it's cr- like your family is crazy so to be dividing so much right now just doesn't need to be happening yeah totally totally it's um it's wild times that we <laughs> that we live in you know even yeah like I had someone trolling me the other day we were talking about this on your show as well so if you guys want like Mm -hmm. just more info you can go to Kirsty's podcast but um what about for you babe We, we were sort of touching on this earlier but with you having a business online and like putting yourself out there vulnerably Um, do you ever get anxiety or like stress Mm. when people are like for example I know you've had some trolls before I think this is a really big fear for people whether they they have a business or they want to start one like leave their job and start one because they're just or even though they're just a normal Mm. person wanting to share on social media right now people have this anxiety Mm. of expression because they're afraid of that happening, you know, that bullying or that judgment. So like, how have you navigated those processes? Mm, It's yeah. I mean, it's difficult. Like I won't sugarcoat it. I won't say that it doesn't bother me because it does. Um, But it depends what the type of trolling is about. So when someone attacks me personally, I find that difficult, right? Mm. Because you're attacking who I am. So, you know, I had somebody even attacking my weight. Um, You, yeah, but I, you know, because listen, who isn't carrying a bit of lockdown weight? (laughs) 
<laughs> let's get real babe you're you're gorgeous and also like who does that like who's yeah, doing that yeah. in 2021 like right seriously right the fuck? Yeah. exactly exactly and the thing in the timing of it was crazy because there was um lots of stuff going on personally um to do with my family and and you know there'd been a very sad time for, with my in-laws so so the timing of it in a weird way helped because it was so irrelevant right it was like you're you're saying this to me when this is happening in the world mm. no you have no time for me but had it not been in that time, I guess when I've had it before, um, super difficult when people attack you personally. Now, if someone attacks me professionally, it's very hard for me to not want to respond because I'm like, bitch, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> you don't know my business. And I have trained for fucking years in my business and I will stand up for myself because I'm like, you're not going to say that to me and think that that's acceptable yeah. there was somebody who once um I had done a course like it was this um chakra meditation course which is still online but like people you know but I did it live once and it was super you know super affordable like I think 70 pounds or something so it worked out like you know we came together every night for seven days like someone being like I'm gonna report you to trading standards you're ripping people off blah blah blah, blah. like I was like I that is that is ludicrous that it's 10 pounds for a call which is like even like I've been to like shitty workshops before that are like 20 or 30 pounds you know what I mean like I know right 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 wow I want you know again because meditation I love it and I wanted to make it accessible so you know for people they've got it for life they can keep going back to it there's a little it's just lovely and yeah so and I just went in and I was like which I shouldn't have done I know that but at the time I was like how dare you like this is so underpriced because I'm trying to help people but also I'm still giving up my time you know it's not just the time on the call it's the planning it's the putting everything together it's planning the meditation blah 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 anyway so difficult to not do that but now I kind of you know if anyone says anything to me about my business it's just block and I'm gonna take what you said on my podcast and think block and bless and just let that go and leave it for now because it's their issue it's yeah, not just you. take a big fat breath deep breath <laughs> glass of rose and then I'm like, okay cool <laughs> meditate on it like yeah meditating yeah. in your head going fuck you fuck you, fuck you. yeah yeah but we're all human as well right and you can be spiritual and you can be like in line with your feelings and you can also be fucking pissed off so I think that's yeah. fine you know accept all the feelings all the rage and then let them just there is their issue it's not it's their insecurities and and sadly yeah. there's people like that now setting up all these fake profiles and coming after you and I it's just I just ignore it now yeah, yeah. I just can't imagine anyone trolling you babe like to me yeah. you're just like you're very like sweet and just so genuine and like your work is about all of these beautiful things you know it's like sometimes when I am like triggering people I can get that because I'm like I'm talking about things like sex and money and like <laughs> like living all the all the like things that you're like not supposed to talk about whereas like everything you talk about is so beautiful and it's like 
you know, helping humanity. And then it's Mm. like, so that just goes to show you Mm. could literally be super controversial or you could be not controversial at all. And there will still be someone who's like dissatisfied with that and wants to come for you. 100% and just always remember it's not you it's them it's not you I hate that but it's not you it is them and show up like we need more people now to be rising up together in this industry right like I want to see you talk about that thing that you've been holding back or create that thing we all want to see it so fuck the haters (laughs) and just do it (laughs) totally totally because there's so many more people that you'll help and then it will just be like those random things here and there random judgments I mean sometimes Mm -hmm. it's even people's own like family or you know people that they know but yeah 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 um okay cool so if you were to leave our listeners with like one last golden nugget or like mm-hmm. think that's like really changed your life other than meditation because you already <laughs> said that <laughs> what would you say you're like fuck <laughs> oh my goodness that's what I was going to say um it's I guess for me it's it's authenticity and kindness right so one thing I always get fed back is I am authentic I'm a northern girl you know wear my heart on my sleeve just what I am what you see is what I am basically um so to show up in that way right and to just know that what you are and who you are we want to see it the world wants to see that and to show yourself kindness on the days that you feel like you can't show up so it can be very easy to feel overwhelmed and I've done this before where I was I mean why like obsessed with growing my Instagram why like what does that mean right Mm. does having a big Instagram following mean you have a big business no like it does the none of that matters I was so caught up in it now I really just don't I I just couldn't even tell you how many followers I, I don't care anymore but I show myself the kindness around that so for example um if I didn't show up online every single day, I would think, well, again, coming back to falling back into that old pattern, you know, what are you doing? Why aren't you showing up every day? You have the time to show up every day. But for me, it doesn't feel good to be online every day. I practice what I preach. You know, I'm very much in my well-being world. I want to be able to have my rest, to have my time, to enjoy real life. Mm. So to be authentic and show yourself kindness on those days that you feel like maybe you're not living up to your own perceived self, like where you should be, your own goal, I think is super powerful because without that kindness you're just going to do yourself a disservice and end up shrinking yourself or pushing yourself into these things and these moments that don't feel natural and don't feel authentic yeah that really resonates you know and Mm. um people always ask about quantum leaps you even asked me this on your show and like I would reiterate everything you just said like the reason Mm. that I can do things quite quickly is because I don't take a big hot shit on myself every time something goes wrong you know I'm like (laughs) I'm like she's dying she thought I was gonna say something really profound (laughs) 
my God. But it's true. It's like if something, there's lots of things that happen where I think a lot of people would really freak out. But I just, at one point in my journey, I just decided, I was like, I'm so sick of being hard on myself about Mm. everything every five seconds. Yeah. I just had like a YOLO moment and it's just Mm. lasted where I'm just like, okay, we made a mistake or we did this thing and didn't work out. It's okay. Mm. I'm still good. I love myself. Like, and then we move forward. Um, I love that. And it's quicker. You get, you get what you want quicker if you're not caught up, like just being a bitch to yourself and like being mm. hard on yourself every five minutes. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. And I just love that attitude as well, because also like, what's the worst that's going to happen? You know, you might pitch for something and they say, no, okay, then I'll just speak to somebody else or I can do something else. It's not, it's not the end of the world, but do it, do the thing, take the leap. (laughs) Totally. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, love. Where can people come and find you and what should they look for if they want to like meditate with you or do the things with you? Yeah. So my website's just kirstyrayner.com. My Instagram is kirstyrayner. Um, I have a new course coming out soon, which is super, super exciting. I've got my meditation course. That's like always up online that you can kind of delve into. It's a, like a chakra, really deep understanding meditation course. So the seven chakras over seven days. Um, but also just come and chat, you know, my, this sounds so cheesy after me saying, (laughs) I don't need Instagram, but my DMS are always open, right. To chat people and I and I love chatting I'm a northerner <laughs> a northern girl who just loves the chat so come and say hello you know anything I can help you with I'm always here and yeah I think that's it I think that's everywhere amazing thank you so much babe thank you so much darling bye bye Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this episode ignited you, expanded you, and enriched your heart, your mind, your life in some way. If it did, reach out on Instagram. My handle is this is Amy Rushworth, or you can head over to my website for all my courses, retreats, and magical offerings at amyrushworth.com. If the show feels like a vibe for you, make sure you subscribe. And if you have 60 seconds to rate and review, or even to just share the show with a friend, I would be so, so, so grateful and it helps more amazing, beautiful people like you to discover this show and to improve their lives for the better. Stay tuned for the next episode and until then, I'm sending you strength, grace, ferocious courage and a friendly reminder to always love yourself fiercely and to go out there and live your most unapologetic life.